break out. Everybody all right? Got your Bibles on my book of Romans. God dealt with me, dealt with me about this. And I hope I can bring it out the way he's given it to us. Amen. It'll help us if I can. Amen. But I'll say this. The Word of God, the Word of God, your Bible, the Word of God has never hurt anybody. Is everybody all right? Somebody said, well, Brother Tracy, just, you know, when you read things in there and things and just kind of, you know, rubs me raw, makes me mad, aggravates me and everything, you know what your problem is? You need to get right with God. Word of God ain't here to hurt you. The Word of God's here to help us, amen. Help us to get right and get in the right path. Somebody say, get in the right mind. Somebody say, amen. Hey, we need to renew our mind, amen, through the Word of God. Somebody say, hey, when you got saved, glory to God, what you need to do is get in that Bible right there, find out what God's Word says about it, and if you got to change, you change. Quit trying to change the Word of God. Is everybody all right? Oh, it's preaching time now. Hey, I told y'all to get in before we got to preaching. Hey, I know, amen. Romans chapter number seven. Y'all pray for us for just a little bit. Amen, I try to be brief. Amen, but if I'm not, amen, it's your own fault. Amen, y'all just should have got in. Amen. They don't call me long-winded pocket for nothing. Is everybody all right? Romans chapter number seven, verse number seven, the Bible says, what shall we say then? Is the law sin? Talking about the word of God, talking about God's commandments, talking about God's laws. Everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen, about turn that crowd says, oh, we're, we're, we're under grace and all we need is the New Testament. Oh no, God didn't do away with the Old Testament. Is everybody all right? And Paul preached a lot about it and quoted a lot from it. Is everybody okay? Amen. It'll still do you good today. Amen. It'll still do. I tell you what do this country good. Amen. It's getting back to the commandments of God. Is everybody all right? Quit trying to change it. Amen. And so he asked a question. He said, he said, what shall we say then? Is the law sin? And then he answered it. God forbid. Ain't that right? The law's not sin. God's word's not sin. God's word's not wrong. It ain't never wrong. Amen. He said, is the law sin? God forbid. Nay. I had not known sin, but by the law. Amen. Let me go and let you in on a secret. This morning, we ain't talking about the sins you've done before you got saved. Is everybody all right? Every wicked thing, every ungodly thing, every evil thought, every evil thing you ever done before you got saved, don't worry about it. Is everybody okay? Don't worry about it. God done forgave you. Is everybody all right? I wish it was just that simple. Amen. When we got saved, all our sins were forgiven and we went through life and never sinned again. Today, we're just going to deal with the sins we've done since we've been saved. Is everybody all right? The sins you deal with on a daily basis. Amen goes right there. That's right. How do you know we deal with sin, Brother Tracy? Because you're still in this flesh. Is everybody okay? Y'all quiet on me now. Don't get too quiet. Amen. Listen to what he said. He said, I had not known sin but by the law. For I had not known lust. Uh-oh. Except the law said, had said, thou shalt not covet. But sin, taking occasion 
by the commandment, what's that? The commandment of God, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. He said, I had not even known what sin was, but the word of God came, and the word of God put a whole lot of list up and said, thou shalt not. Right? You know what concupiscence is? It's basically lust. He said, all manner of lust. And I looked that word up, concupiscence, amen. Amen, and it, and, and it, and it basically means that we desire those things that are forbidden to lust after them. Do you realize as a child of God, there's things off limits in your life? Is everybody okay? Oh yeah, oh yeah, there's things that God expects us not to do. Amen. And that concupiscence, all manner, all different sorts, all different kinds of things. He's not just talking about sexual immorality. There's other things, amen, in life, amen, that God says is forbidden for a child of God. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? We get in trouble, Brother Durrell, amen, when we start letting this flesh dictate to us what we do. When we start yielding to concupiscence and, and we start yielding to the lust of the flesh. Now listen to this. We're talking about sin this morning. Oh, Brother Tracy, why don't you preach one of them good love messages? I preached that Wednesday night. You should have been here. Amen, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Amen, is everybody all right? Amen, talks about charity. That's your man chapter. If you wasn't here, you need to listen to it. It teaches you how to be a man. It'll teach you how to be a man. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 will teach you how to be a man. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. Amen. We think it's just a little love chapter. Amen. But he goes through a whole list of things. That, and then he gets down there and says, well, when I was a child, I've done these things. But now I'm a man. i got to put away childish things. Some of y'all need to put away childish attitudes. Is everybody all right? So listen to what he said now. But sin taking occasion, verse 8, by the commandment, Wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. Amen. All manner of desires for it showed me the things that were off limits that I was running after, that I was that I was desiring to have. Things that were forbidden. Amen. Concupiscence, a longing for. Amen. What is forbidden? To set the heart upon to desire a sinful longing of the inward sin which leads to a falling away from God. So we're dealing with the sins after we got saved. The things, that, the, things that, the things that cause us to fall away from God that are in our lives. This is what he said. Concupiscence, for without the law, sin was dead. Until I knowed it was wrong, amen, I, I, it was dead. Is everybody all right? There wasn't no sin. But listen to this. For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, listen to this, sin revived and I died. But the commandment which was ordained to life I found to be unto death. For sin taking occasion by the commandment deceived me and by it slew me. Now listen to what he says in verse 12. Wherefore the law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good was then that which is good made death unto me. God forbid, but sin that it might appear Sin, working death in me by that which is good. Amen. That sin by the commandment, the holy commandment. Ain't that what we just read? It is holy. It is holy. The commandment's holy, right? Amen. By the holy commandment, but sin, 
of that sin by the holy commandment might become exceeding sinful. And I looked at that and I thought about how most Christians in this nation live today. Amen. We, we've got our sins that we do and we make excuses of why we can do them and why it doesn't affect our relationship with God and we continue to walk in these sins. But God's word said, amen, by the holy commandment, by the word of God, amen, that sin, sin might become exceeding sinful. That word exceeding stuck out to me. It's got three different meanings. In the Hebrew, it's pronounced, one of them is hooperbala, love. And one of them is pronounced hooper per isoo, I guess. One of them is pronounced hooper pleonadza. And this is what it means, to throw beyond. To throw beyond the usual mark or surpass, listen to this, the usual mark. He's saying that sin in your life might become so wicked and ungodly. Amen, it's beyond sin. It's, 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 un, it's something that is unfit, amen. It's something that's off limits in your life. It is wicked, it is evil, it is ungodly, it is vulgar, it is nasty, and you need to print it out and put it up somewhere and say that that right there, God said I can't do it, I can't have it, I can't participate in it. It's wicked, and if I do, it will separate me from God. It'll carry me farther away from God than I've ever imagined if I partake of that. That's what he's saying when he said that sin will become exceeding sinful beyond the pale. Amen, beyond the imagination. Are you hearing me? There's things going on in this world today. If you partake of them, it'll warp your mind. They're so evil and wicked and ungodly. Is everybody all right? It's beyond, it's exceeding sinful. Is everybody okay? Oh, we wink at it. God ain't winking at it. God ain't pleased with it. It's exceeding sinful. Amen. That's the first one. The second one is to superabound much more. In other words, if you get in it, amen, it's going to stay. It's going to put a stain on your life that no matter what you do, I'm talking about after you got saved, it's going to put such a stain on your life. It'll stay with you forever. It'll haunt you. Oh, y'all quiet on me this morning. Told y'all. That, 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 that's the second meaning of that word exceeding. The third one is to be exceeding abundant. It'll just, it'll just grow. It'll just multiply. It'll just be abundant in your life to be exceeding abundant. 1828 says it like this, going beyond, surpassing, outdoing, great in extent, uh, quantity or duration very extensive in a very in a very great uh, a degree of excess amen there's things amen if you get mixed up in child of god 
Amen, they're so sinful. They're so far beyond sinful. Amen, they'll stay with you. They'll pull you in. You'll be in such a deep pit. You won't never be able to claw your way out of it. Everybody all right? You know what God showed me? Amen, we need to put it on a sin board in our life, in our spiritual life, in our, in our, in our heart. Amen, there needs to be a board. Amen, and we need to have things on it that's painted so ugly, that's painted so wicked. Amen, it ought to scare us every time it comes by and say, I can't look at it. I can't listen to it. I can't watch it. I can't partake of it because if I do, it'll carry me beyond sin. It'll carry me beyond sinful. It'll carry me to a place that I will never escape. You hear me? Sin. Sin will destroy some things. Amen? This things in the, out there in this world, amen, men, if you get involved with, you get to looking at, is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? They'll, they'll warp your mind, your perception of things. There's things out there if you get to drinking on. Come on! You won't never be able to put it down. These things out there, if you get to smoking on, it's preaching time. Amen. I don't care what they make legal. Amen. I'm telling you, when it starts affecting your mind and your actions, you better stay away from it. Amen goes right there. Wicked. 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 Put it on a sin board. Paint wicked above it. Amen. And slap everything that's porn or pornographic on there. Slap alcohol on there. Slap drugs on there. Is everybody all right? Slap adultery and fornication on that board. And paint it wicked. Is everybody all right? Oh, yeah. Somebody need to put your Facebook on there. Is everybody all right? Carry you off into relationships. Amen. Go to the book of James. I'm going to try to get this wrapped up. Amen. And a nice pretty little bow. Give you a good Christmas present today. Amen. Exceeding sinful things. After we get saved. Amen. Doesn't mean you ain't going to heaven. What it does mean is you've fallen away from God. Amen, you're entangled in sin. Are you hearing me? James, chapter number one. Very familiar scripture. Amen. This lust, this things that's forbidden. Amen. Yes, there's sexual immorality. But there's other things beside that that's forbidden. For a child of God. Is everybody all right? Amen. I know, I know, I know. We, we get mad sometimes. We fly off the handle. We've done wrong. Amen. We maybe, maybe, I, ho- I hope you hadn't cursed. Amen. I'm glad God gave me a new tongue. Is everybody all right? Hey, the tongue, the tongue is, is something evil that no man can tame only according to the scripture. 
Everybody all right? I can't tell you, I can't tell you, Brother Tiny, how many times, amen, I had the most filthy mouth in the world. Amen, I'd make a sailor blush. I mean, buddy, there was times in my life before I got saved, Brother Larry. I said, that's it, I'm not gonna cuss no more. I'm just gonna clean up my act. Amen, it wouldn't be 30 seconds later I was cussing somebody out. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. December the 17th, 1989 rolls around. I fall in the old-fashioned altar, weep and cry and beg, crawl out on Jesus Christ. Hey, the blood of Jesus Christ was applied to my heart. Amen. I'm glad he didn't stop there. He applied it to my tongue. Mm. Hallelujah right there. Amen. I had a little Volkswagen rabbit. Hey, I said a little bitty Volkswagen rabbit. Imagine all this crawling up in a Volkswagen rabbit. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right, Crumbly. Y'all don't know, man. I had, I had a 200-watt system in that thing. Hey, man, I had them big woofers in the back. Had the fat boys. Is everybody all right? Hey, man, had ZZ Top. Hey, hallelujah. Had Grand Funk Railroad. Everybody all right? Brother Larry's tapping his foot. He said, I know about them. Then I, then I run out, amen, when I got saved. Amen, and I bought a McCamey CD. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sure did. Amen. Bought the boys, the Primitive Quartet CDs. Started putting them in. I lived in Monroe. I was on my way to Loganville, amen, and in between. There's a place between Monroe and Loganville. You know what the name of it's called? Between. Y'all didn't know that, did you? That's, that's true. Amen. When you're coming from Monroe on Highway 78, going to Loganville on Highway 78, you come through a little bitty uh, 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 hole in the wall, a little bitty wet spot in the road, and it's called Between. Between Georgia. That's the name of it. Somewhere in between. I was on my way from my mama's house. I was heading to Loganville. It about two, three weeks after I got saved, Hubbard. Amen. I had the McCamey's in there under his feet. Hallelujah. It had just came out. Glory to God. He's still God on the mountain. About that time, about that time it run through my mind, what was that, the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost run through my mind, said, guess what? I said, what, man, tears already flowing. Said, you ain't cussed none since you got saved. What'd you do? Man, I got to shouting, I got to beating on the roof of that little Volkswagen rabbit. Is everybody all right? Back then is a two-lane road, Tyler. Amen, two lanes between here and Snellville. Between Monroe and Snellville. Man, I came to myself, I was in the middle of Snellville. Done passed where I was going. That's what the Holy Ghost will do. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. That's right. I don't know how we got off on that, but that'll preach right there. Amen. Amen. Quit drinking too. Is everybody all right? I ain't drank no beer since I got saved. Amen, I ain't been down to the pool hall, done no gambling, I ain't been in no fist fights. Hey, is everybody all right? I mean, buddy, I got saved. I got S-A-V-E-D saved. Amen, I got sealed. Listen to what he said in James chapter one. Let no man say, verse 13, 
Let no man say. Let no man say. I ain't forgot what we're preaching on. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. Listen to verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. There's that concupiscence. That, that, that lust, that desire for the things that God's word says are forbidden for a child of God. We're in New Testament. Did you know that? Y'all didn't know this was in there, did you? Y'all just thought everything was about grace, peace, and love. And everybody's happy. I'm sorry, amen. God ain't happy with the way some of y'all's living. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, amen, it bringeth forth, there that word is again, sin. 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 What you've done for you got saved, don't you, don't you worry one minute about it. God washed it away with the blood of Jesus Christ. When you knelt down and called out on the Lord Jesus Christ, he washed your sins away never to remember them again. He will never bring up anything you've done for you got saved against you. Is everybody all right? But when lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. He said that sin might become exceeding sinful, might become so wicked and so ungodly, it's just beyond, it's beyond your comprehension. It is so unholy, it is so vile, amen, it is so, it is so nasty. I mean, buddy, we need to paint it because, friend, if you let that sin get in you, something's gonna die. Death is gonna come. Something in your life will die. That sin will pull you in and it will suck the life out of something. Something's going to die. Because he said it would bring forth death. Amen. I don't know what it is. Might be, might be your spiritual relationship with the Lord probably. Might be a relationship, amen, with somebody in the church. Might be a marriage that'll die. Might be a relationship between a father and a son. Might be a relationship between a brother and a sister. When you allow sin and you partake of that sin that is so wicked, so so ungodly, and so unholy that it ought to be plated on the board and say sin board, unacceptable behavior for a Christian. But if you do it, you'd understand something's gonna die. Not because I said it, because that Bible said it bringeth forth death. Davin, something's going to die if you get pulled into it. You ought to flee it. You ought to run from it. You ought to run from it screaming and hollering. Amen goes right there. That's right, hallelujah. Oh, yeah. I can start naming sins. I can start calling them out. Amen. The Bible calls them out. Well, don't you know that's, that's, that's why I don't like about them Baptist churches. They just call things out. Well, your Bible calls it out. He said to flee fornication. 
Say to print no marks on your body. It's not what I'm saying. It's what the Bible says. Evil communications. Hey, he said these things ought not be coming out of your mouth. Is everybody all right? He said a fountain cannot send forth bitter water and sweet water. Amen. Neither should there be blessing and cursing coming out of your mouth. That's just what the scriptures say. It ain't what I said. We don't want to name it though. Bible tells us out of the abundance of the heart to mouth speaking. Is everybody all right? Man, there ought to be things painted on a board in your heart. Amen. It ought to say sin board. Things that are things that are unacceptable, things that are off limits, things that I can't have, things that I can't partake of, things that if I do, something's gonna die. If I get involved with this board, something's gonna die. I can't get involved in that, because if I do, something's gonna die. If I get involved in that sin, something in my life that I care about, that I love, it's gonna die. I'm telling you, when sin is finished with you, a death is coming. Brings forth death. Amen. The Bible don't just tell us, amen, what we can't do. Amen. He tells us without holiness, it's impossible to please God. He tells us for us to be holy because he's holy. Well, see, I just can't do that. Sure you can. The Bible tells you how. Ain't that right? That's right. Problem is you're going to have to change some things. Well, I just can't do that. No, you can I talked to somebody, somebody was talking about losing weight. Losing weight. Said, uh, well, they want to lose weight and get healthy. I say amen to that. I'm fat, so I say amen to that. Amen. Amen. I lost, somebody said, well, you've lost a little weight. Praise God, I have. Amen. But I didn't lose it. Amen. Eating like I always did. Drinking six, seven, eight Coca-Colas a day. Are you hearing me? Somebody said, well, I want to lose weight, so here's what we've done. We quit eating red meat at home. Started eating a lot of fish and a lot of chicken and turkey, ground turkey. And that didn't all do it. That's what they said. So they started intermittent fasting. Well, sounds pretty easy. Said, now they'll eat red meat if they go out, so they just don't go out a lot. But said, oh, oh, by the way, started going to the gym three or four times a week. <laughs> well, you say, if you're going to lose weight, friend, you're going to probably have to change some things in your life to lose that weight. You won't lose weight eating a half a cake a night. Won't lose weight eating a pint of, uh, 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 of cookies and cream ice cream every night. Won't lose weight, amen, with a big 16-ounce, 20-pound bag of Hershey's chocolate kisses in the freezer. Oh, God. That's just like manna. Oh, man, that is manna from above to get one of them solid, hard-as-rock, frozen chocolate kisses and put it in your mouth. Man, that's like, that's like, what is it? Some of you Bible scholars understand, that's manna. They didn't know what it was, they called it manna. What's manna mean? Manna means what is it? They said, what is it, manna? That's kind of answering this question with the same, what is it, what is it? 
That's what they said. That's what they said, Matt. They said, what is it? What is it? They didn't know what it was. I mean, I, I, they say it's Hershey's Kisses, but I don't believe it. I believe it's little drops of heaven. Amen. I felt the touch of God on that. But if you're going to lose weight, you can't eat them every night. If you're going to lose weight, you can't drink. Brother Jesse, man, I was drinking a six-pack of Coca-Colas every day. I ain't talking about the little 50-12-ounce sissy cans. No, 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 I had the bottles. Amen, the 16 out. And then they went to 20 ounces. How many of y'all remember the glass Dr. Pepper bottle, 16 ounces? Oh, hallelujah. How many remember the green Dr. Pepper bottles? Man, that right there was addictive. I ain't never had a Dr. Pepper taste the same since they took about them green bottles. I don't know how we got. But if you're going to lose weight, you're going to have to quit doing that. You're going to have to quit eating all them 20-ounce T-bones. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. So if you're going to get holy, friend, and I said all that to say this, so you know you can do it. You can lose weight if you change some things. You can live holy if you're willing to change some things. Problem is you ain't willing to pick that Bible up and read it every day for about 30 or 45 minutes. Problem is you ain't willing to turn the TV off and get alone with God somewhere for about an hour and pray and seek God's face and let God clean you up starting on the inside and the outside will follow suit when that inside gets clean. Somebody say amen. Problem is you ain't willing to change a few things in your life. So don't tell me you can't live holy. Just tell me you choose not to. Is everybody all right? He wouldn't tell us to be holy if we couldn't be holy. Be ye holy for he is holy. Is everybody all right? Problem is we choose not to. We choose to hang on to the things of the flesh. We choose to go to the places that the flesh desires. You're going to have to battle that flesh every day. Amen. Otherwise, something's going to die. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, uh-oh, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Verse 17 says, For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other. Are you hearing me? Galatians. Galatians chapter 6. I want to read a few verses here and we'll be done. Talking about sin becoming exceeding sinful in your life. Recognize, recognize that sin is exceeding sinful. Amen. There's things, there's things that, that, that God says is off limits. Well, you can crack jokes and you can make fun. And you can die and go to hell. Amen, it's not going to change what I preach one bit. Is everybody okay? Amen, I don't wish you there. I wish you'd get saved. Amen, because you don't even know life unless you get saved. Amen goes right there. You don't even know what life is all about until you meet Jesus Christ. You don't even know what joy is. You don't even know what peace is. Why? Because he's the prince of peace. Amen goes right there. Galatians, 
Chapter 6, listen to this. Well, okay. Verse number 7. Be not deceived. Be not deceived, child of God. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Oh, there's a lot of folks mocking him. God, let me tell you something. God ain't worried about them Philistines out there. Amen. He ain't worried about that lost generation out there that's, that's wicked and ungodly and living in sin. He died for them to save them. But that ain't it. That, and what he's worried about is the child of God that's allowed sin to come in and take over their life to where they're not effective anymore. And they're mocking God simply by how they're living their life. Is everybody all right? And he said right here, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Death, something's going to die. If you continue in sin, friend, and you allow sin to take complete control of you, something's going to die. When sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh, for he that soweth to his flesh, you make every excuse in the world why you don't serve God. Ain't going to do no good that day. For he that soweth to his flesh shall reap corruption. Ain't that right? Ain't that what the book says? But he that soweth to the Spirit, I like this, shall reap life everlasting. The Bible tells us, the Bible tells us, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. For if we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right? But he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us be not weary in well-doing. Everybody all right? For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, but listen to this, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. He said over in Romans, chapter 7, what did he say? Verse number 13. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. The word of God Word of God, amen, is not preaching to you death. Word of God's trying to deliver you and give you life. Life. Eternal life. Life more abundantly. Amen. Joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. The peace that passes all understanding. That's what the Word of God's trying to give you. We're just going to have to change a few things in our life. If you want it, if you want to lose that extra 50 pounds, you're going to have to make some lifestyle changes. If you want to walk holy and in the will of God, you're going to have to make some lifestyle changes. You hear me? 
There's a sin board that's painted. Amen. Wicked, evil, off limits, nasty, vulgar. Why in the world would you want to be a part of something vulgar and nasty? Listen to what he said. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid, but sin. 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 That it might appear sin. Amen? If it's wrong, it's wrong. If the Bible says it's wrong, it's wrong. The Bible says it's sin, it's sin. We need to let it appear to be sin. Quit trying to prop it up. Quit trying to justify it. That it might appear sin. Working, listen to this, death in me by that which is good. That sin by the commandment. That verse before it said the holy commandment might become exceedingly sinful. It's so far beyond the pale, beyond the scope of what is natural. Are you hearing me? Having trouble with your language? Quit watching them filthy movies. Got all that nasty talk in it. Hey, is everybody all right? You watch all them filthy movies all week long, hear all that nasty talk, and then wonder why you can't quit cussing. Is everybody okay? Huh? Is everybody all right? Talk to me. Listen to all that ungodly music. All week long, ain't listening to nair, nair spiritual song, nair psalm, or now spiritual hymn. That's what the Bible tells us to listen to. Do you come to church and you hear somebody get up and sing a spiritual song full of the Holy Ghost, and you sit back there and you cry a little bit, or you sit back there and you start fiddling with the song book, or you start trying to act like now you want to read your Bible? I don't know why you ain't picked it up and read it all week, but all of a sudden you get to church and you feel the urge to read your Bible when the Holy Ghost is trying to deal with you about your sin. You're trying to get your mind off of what the Holy Ghost is dealing with you about. Amen. I'm preaching. Put your Bible down and listen. Hallelujah. That's what you need to do. Nothing in the world aggravates me more sitting in a service somewhere. And I was over at one other Man, people up there singing, man up there preaching. Another preacher, another, another, another big time evangelist that we won't be supporting. Sitting over there with his foot crossed reading his Bible. I guess he's trying to get him a message. He needed to be paying attention to who was preaching and what was being preached. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. Nothing in the world aggravates me more than that. Jackie Kendrick, good friend of mine, hadn't seen him in many, many years, moved off a long time ago. Preacher. <laughs> he said, he said he, this was 30 years ago. Me and him got started at the same time. He got called to preach. He said, and it, he said Brother Trace, it bothered me. He said, he said, there's about six or seven preachers that sit on the front row, old men of God. He said, and, he said, and every time they'd get to church, they'd pick their Bibles up and start reading them. 
Man, a preacher get up, start preaching. They pick their Bible up, open it, just start reading, flipping through the pages, reading, reading their Bible, not paying attention. He said, I sit on, on the bench right, right behind them. He said, God called me to preach. <laughs> so I won't ever forget the first time. First time I got up to preach, Jesse Busby, what he said. He said, first time I got up to preach. He said, I said, all right, now open your Bibles. He said, and I begin to preach. He said, and them men begin to begin to took looking at their Bibles and started reading it. He said, and y'all, some of y'all know Jackie Kendricks, and y'all know this is true. He jumped right down there in their faces. He said, it's, it's, I'm preaching. Put them Bibles up and pay attention. Y'all need it. He said, them old preachers looked at him like that, like, who does this boy think he's talking to? He said, but they put their Bibles up. Amen. Somebody start making your way to the piano. This morning, oh man, we could have got up here and preached on anything. God wouldn't let me. I want you to preach on something that we all deal with. None of us are immune to it. Since we've been saved, we've all got to deal with this flesh and fight against sin, right? Because if we yield to it, if we yield to it enough, something's going to die. Do you really want that to die in your life? Do you? Do you, want that? Do you want that to die in your life? It might be your church relationship that dies. That sin might be so wicked, it just pull you right out of church. Do you want that dead? That thing might be so wicked and ungodly, it just destroys your family. Do you want them destroyed? Do you want your children raised up, amen, and uh, bouncing from home to home to home to home and not knowing whose home they're living in and being tortured by other people? Do you really want that? You don't know what will die, but something's going to die. You get wrapped up in that sin. Why? Because the Bible said it. And I've seen it happen too many times in too many lives. I've seen people say, I've seen people raised in church all their life, good, 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 good. Now they, now they can't put the bottle down because they got wrapped up in some sin. Now they can't get the needle out of their arm. Are you hearing me? Some of them, some of them's in jail. Raised up in church. I can tell you a little lady right now is in prison right now as far as I know. Raised up in this church for years. Her mom and daddy, her mom and daddy got so whacked out, left the church, jerked the kids out. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Hey, man, now she's, she, she's strung out on dope. Now she's in prison. Oh, yeah. It's happened more times than I care to talk about, think about. I've witnessed it. Some of y'all have, too. It may even be in some of y'all's families. Something's going to die. You really, you really want that to happen? You really want God to take them out of your life to get your attention? Hey, look up in here. You really want God to take them out of your life to get your attention? Sin, that it might become exceeding sinful. That is so wicked. The Bible is against it. 
But the Bible's for some things. It's for holy living. It's for coming to church. Oh, yeah. It's for you being prosperous. God will bless you. Amen. I preached it the other week. There's a window in heaven. Amen. And there's a way you can open it. I'm just telling you, there's a way you can open it. The way I read it over there, amen, in Malachi, he said, bring your tithes into the storehouse. That's the church. And see if I won't open you up the windows of heaven. There's a window in heaven. Amen, and you have the key to open it or keep it closed. There's blessings behind that window. And I don't say a whole lot about tithing. But I'm telling you now, you need a, you need a sin board in your life of things that's completely off limits. They're so wicked, you need to label them as ungodly, wicked, nasty, unholy. There's no way I'm ever going to get involved in something that, that vulgar. Call it what it is. It'll help you run from it. Oh, yeah. This morning, she's playing. I want you to stand to your feet. The Holy Ghost has spoke to you. Would you come? Do business with God.